Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one complete page of Talmud each day. And today's page, Bavakama 77, presents a really curious ruling. Have a listen. The Mishnah tells us, if a thief sold a stolen animal in a partial fashion, what does it mean to sell a stolen animal in a partial fashion? The Talmud elaborates. Example, except for one hundredth of it, which he kept for himself, or if he had a partnership in owning the animal before stealing it, or in the case of a thief who slaughtered the stolen animal and it became non-kosher meat in his hand because he slaughtered it improperly, or in the case of a thief who ripped open the animal rather than slaughtering it halachically, or in the case of a thief who tore loose the gullet or windpipe gross of the animal as he slaughtered it, rendering the slaughter invalid, In all these cases, he pays the double payment, just a fine, but does not pay the fourfold or fivefold payment, a super fine. The fourfold or fivefold payment applies only if the animal is entirely sold or if it is slaughtered in accordance with the halachic definition of animal slaughter. In other words, if a poor thief stole an animal and intended to slaughter it halachically and then sell its meat so that people could eat it, he pays a four- or five-fold fine if he did it properly. However, if he does not do it properly, it's only the basic kind of entry-level double fine because, after all, he's not going to benefit from it as much. I was thinking a lot about this uh, instance and trying to think about when in real life a principle like this may apply. It's a lot about opportunity cost and kind of finding what the real value of things are when when they hit the real world. And then I heard a story, and I would like for today's guest to share it with us. Welcome back to Take One, Tablet Magazine's Sam Hacker. Thank you. What an honor. Tell us the story of the pants. So every six months or so, I go into the Rag and Bone outlet out in uh, East Long Island, and I see these leather pants. They have been there for multiple years at this point, the same cut, the price tag is always getting a little bit lower, a little bit lower. The original MSRP is $1,200, which is not a price tag I'd be willing to pay. But every time I look at them in the store, I say, maybe if it gets a little bit lower, a little bit lower. So this Black Friday, they were down to, I don't exactly remember how much, but they were under $200. And I decided, okay. It is time to procure it is the, time. the pair of pants that you have been coveting for a long time. Now. Exactly. The the pants were like the rabbi. I came to them three times. They had to let they me sent in. sent you away. So I got the pants. I was really excited about the pants. I also decided that this is going to be the year that I buy nice things and then take care of them well. So I bought the pants and I wore the pants. And because I'm a slob, I got, you know, like rainwater and stuff on them out in the real world as one does. And brought them to my cleaner the day after and come to find out that these pants are uncleanable. I bring the pants to the cleaner. He says, you can't clean these pants. I say, what do you mean you can't clean these pants? They're leather pants. You have like a leather guy. I trust you, whatever. He's like, oh yeah, rag and bone leather pants. They actually have some spandex in them. So they're not actually leather and we can't send them to the three leather places on the East Coast that they take leather pants. And I say, so what am I supposed to do? Set them on fire? Like as a joke because like, you know, what else will they do for me? And he's like, Basically, so I sent an angry email to Rag and Bone. I still have not heard back. I've also slid into their DMs. Still no answer. So I have no idea how to clean my pants. I'm feeling stupid, although I'm glad I didn't spend the $1,200. But I, I don't know what to do. I've worn these pants once. 
So here's a great example. You did not steal the pants. You just got them on sale. I guess they were a steal, kind of, you know, <laughs> That's what I told my husband right. on the credit card When bill. you're like, oh, look at that for steal. 160 or whatever. It was basically a steal. But then you figured out that you did not, as today's page of Tomlin implies, you do not have the whole thing. Because the whole thing are pants that you could actually clean and wear again and again and again and again. And you figured out that yours tend to be Single-use pants. (laughs) Yes, it's true. I got single-use pants. They're not even made of plastic, although I guess maybe spandex is a plastic. And so um, what what now? Still waiting to hear from Rag & Bone. Yeah, I don't really know what to do. I feel like, do I take it for a second opinion? Like, I trust my cleaner. I don't think it's his... I don't know. I don't know what to do. I feel this is actually kind of a great example of of undervalued Talmudic wisdom because we think so many of these discussions have absolutely nothing to do with life today. And here we are finding that indeed there are cases in life in which we just think we have a bargain only to figure out that we do not have the whole thing. Sam Hacker. Thank you so much for being here. Wait, so what 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 is the Talmud telling me to do now? I think the Talmud is basically saying, look, you did not pay the four or five fold fine, which would have been the $1,200 price tag. You paid the double fine, which was the 160, call it or whatever price tag, which is why you should be content with your situation because you get what you pay for. So I'll make a really good bonfire out of the pants. Either that or just uh, revel in their grossness. <laughs> Sam Hacker, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.